Hello everyone, welcome to the Business as Unusual podcast with Andrew Baxter, property expert. Did you know? Uh, I should know, he's bored me to tears with it for the last seven years, every single day of my life, of those seven years. And today he is joined by Lawrence Neal, a digital marketing expert. Right, here we go. We're rocking and rolling. I'm here with Mr. Lawrence Neal. Hi, guys. You okay? Who, who are you asking? Me or? I, I guess I was asking you, but <laughs> I, I always start with a guys thing and, 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 okay. I, and I get told off for it all the time. Okay. Well, hey, guys. I hope you're all well. Listen, Lawrence Neal. Uh, it is Neal, isn't it? Is that how I pronounce yeah. your surname? Yeah, Neil. yeah. yeah. Uh, Lawrence, uh, thanks for jumping on this podcast. I really appreciate it. Although what the podcast people can't see is that we are also recording the video. So I can see you, you can see me. And God, we are good looking, aren't we? Let's be honest. I was gonna say I was gonna say it's not a good it's not a good look. But no, I mean for anybody who looks at our Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, what you see there is is not actually what we look like. We're professional models, isn't it? That's what we are, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah that, is that is true. Right, Lawrence, listen, let's let's kick let's kick this off, right? Tell me um what 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 do you what are you, who are you? What do you do? Why are you on this podcast? Um okay, so I'm I'm in a strange place right now business-wise, but I run a small digital marketing company. So basically anything to do with the online world, social media, email marketing, um landing pages websites that sort of thing I've, I've got my hand in that um but i'm also branching out into some lead generation stuff which is taking my interest away a little bit because it's right. it's new and exciting um but no my bread and butter is the, the digital marketing side okay so come back to digital marketing just give give us an example of a what, what a digital marketing is such a big it's a big thing and i know that you are incredibly talented at what you do so give me an example of a, a client you have to give the name but give us an example of a client and what it is you do for them okay so it completely varies and you're right like digital marketing and especially the way i grew my business it's so varied i have one client where i'll just manage the website for them you know not even create content just make sure it's up and running and it is online for everyone to see and then i have other clients which are the, the better clients where we run campaigns for them so we are we, we create offers or lead magnets um, and we send them through funnels either using ppc or seo and um, we drive traffic to the landing pages offer them some sort of incentive to sign up use this you know it's the old story you use their email you, you, you nurture them through a sequence of warming them up to who that that, that supplier is their product or service and um, that's where we've sort of ended up but I still have some old clients where I just run email marketing campaigns for them. I don't have anything to do with their websites or anything to do with content. I just create monthly content emails and, and send that out. Okay, um, and who and who who do you who 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 is it just you? Do you have other people with you? Do you have a team? Do you have copywriters? Is it just you? Are you the main man? <laughs> um, I no, I am the main man in yeah. that I I oversee everything. But I have an SEO team, well, team, I have an SEO guy who has three people with him. Okay. And he's freelancers, yeah? These are freelancers. 
Uh, are they on a payroll? Are they freelancers? What I'm trying to get, a, I'm trying to get an understanding of the size of your operation because uh, what's important, I'm trying to think of the people that are going to listen to this. There are going to be some people out there who might have a, an office or a business and they've got 100 staff, or like me, they've got seven. Or, or yeah, okay, or so I have, I, have, I have two on monthly payroll. Okay. And then the rest are either freelancers or just subcontracted in as needed. So they're, they're, they're not freelancers in that sense because they, they either run their own companies or they're part of a business. Okay. Um, but yeah. So, so what did you do before you did this? Apart from being a professional model, uh, a professional <coughs> athlete, yeah, a professional comedian, yeah, what, what did you do before? Yeah, well, then on the side of all those three, <laughs> I, yeah. I worked as a buyer originally um, for an engineering company. Cool. And then moved into systems and system development within the company. Right. And that's, that's pretty, I mean, that was pretty much my only what? career. Okay. Um, and then I moved from that to this. Why? To facilitate travel. So it was, it, I, I always say this to people, and I actually had a conversation the other day with a guy who said, look, Lawrence, don't apologize. Don't say this. You should stop saying it. But I always start meetings or conversations with, I'm not a businessman. I'm, I don't class myself as a businessman. I've sort of ended up here by luck or just it's happened to me. It's sort of fallen into my lap rather than I've actively gone out and built it. Mm -hmm. I about five years ago, maybe six now, went traveling with my girlfriend and we just needed some form of income. And it wasn't a lot. We, we didn't need a big monthly income, but this just grew and grew um, into something where I decided, look, you know, take the plunge, really throw yourself into this now, take on clients, say yes to everything and, and, and grow it. Okay, so there's going to be people, there's definitely going to be people out there, right, listening, potentially. And if they're not listening, then more for you. But there's definitely people who get sucked into this idea of working from home, or you can go travel and you can do this. You are a real life story of somebody who just wanted to travel, enjoy life, have an amazing work-life balance. Because I'm not that person, I'll be honest with you. That's not me. That isn't what I am, but that's fine. But you often, I often see these adverts of, oh, sit by the beach and then this, that. But you're a real-life example of somebody who broke away and had their their why was work-life Am I right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying this based on what you've said. The work-life balance so, is important to you. Uh, your, your audience can't see me grinning. So... Yes, I broke away from the corporate nine to five. And yes, it was in pursuit of work-life balance. And I failed miserably because to start with the, I mean, the initial startup, just to bring in, just to bring in enough money to travel. And we, we were talking 500, 600 quid a month. It was where not we a lot. Where we, where we traveling? Sorry, where are we traveling here? We're traveling to, so we were, to we Scarborough? Were, <laughs> no, we, 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 we bought a, a van, converted a camper van, nice. um, and then traveled around Europe. Oh, um, yeah, it was it sounds amazing, but the minute the minute this thing started to grow, we were working 10 hours a day in the van. Yep. So we, we, we yes, we were in nice places, and yes, occasionally we were out in the mountains or on the beach, but we were working and, and it was hard. It was that hard and the van was that small that we actually came back for a year to build a bigger van to go out and do it. Brilliant. You know, did you build it yourself? Yes. Yeah, yeah. How the hell did you build a van yourself? Come on. YouTube. 
Um, a lot of YouTube, a lot of Google. Oh, you're um, just a naturally talented man, right? No, I'm I'm just pig-headed. I think I'm, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll, I'll give it a go. If if you get it wrong, I'll I'll fix it, sort of thing. Okay, so you quit your job, you quit your nine till five, you set up this thing, you thought, listen, I'm going to do the travel thing, blah blah blah. Everything's going to be great, and it wasn't. It was hard. It was tough. You were working longer hours than you expected. Did that come as a surprise? Um, no, it didn't because I, 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 like you, I see all these adverts. I see all these people like, oh, I work two hours a day and look at this is my beach house and this is my Ferrari. And forex and, and, trading is a, is a thing of the moment, isn't it? Carry on. Yeah, and and I'm, I'm not a believer. In, I'm a believer in hard work. I think that the hard work pays off and. I knew when I signed up to this, it was going to be hard work. And six years later, it is still hard work. People, <laughs> and, and the, the annoying thing is, people don't understand that. They, I mean, it's this this virus that's caused a lot of people to, to batten down the hatches and go home is, is great for me because they now understand how structured you have to be, mm-hmm. how disciplined you have to be, mm-hmm. you know, how passionate and, and determined you have to be to work, just, just from, to work from home let yeah. alone set up your own business you know it's it's a, it's a different lifestyle it's not what people think no okay so you did this you you set up the business you started to get some clients on board it was tough but you expected it to be tough and a lot of people know that you know one you know one man band if you like that's where everybody has to start rocking and rolling six, let's fast forward 6 years so uh, I obviously know a little bit of your background because we've had a conversation beforehand. But just in a nutshell, just give us give us up to speed as much as you're prepared to tell us. I mean, I know a lot about your personal situation, but I think it's important that people can appreciate that everyone's life is different. I moan about having the twins and about having a child. You've got your own different problems and issues. In a nutshell, fast forward six years, where are you, what you're doing? And then we're going to come to the COVID-19 situation. Okay, so be honest with us. Come on. Well, no, there's there's no no secret. So six years on, about aborted the travelling because the the balance wasn't right. We were just in a van working. <laughs> so we came back. We have a small girl now, a small girl, a little child girl, Susanna. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, she is. But who makes this harder in a way because it it has to it has to work. You know, I I wake up every day with a big drive, and and I'm a driven person, but she just makes it crazy because I have to achieve the work-life balance now. I have to achieve it because there's, it's not okay to tell her that I can't play. It's not okay to tell her that you know she needs to go entertain herself. Haley understood that, and Haley takes that on board. But I'm not willing to do it with Susanna. So the way I see it now, I have two years, three years before I have to decide. Where, where my game is at. So, so yeah, where did it's been Susanna, an interesting what, six years. Okay, so Susanna dropped into your life how long ago? Uh, nine months. Nine months ago, right. So mm. nine months ago, Susanna dropped into your life. You came back, you, you settled down, you're thinking, right, here we go. Nine months in, and then shock horror. <laughs> Shit hits the fan. <laughs> um, how's that affected your business? So... I mean, my, it's really strange for me because I'm not, I'm based in the UK, but a lot of my clients are overseas. I have a lot of uh, uh, American clients um, and they're having a different time of it to, to mm-hmm. us. Um, 
Have you, but, have you had any? Have you had any clients that have contacted you to say, "Look, we've got to bring stuff in house and this, that, and the other." That you know, that, that straight away, the honest stuff. Yeah, straight away. Right. I had I had one client just basically ring up and say, "It's nice being working with you. Thank you. See you later." And that's scary, isn't it? Oh, terrifying! Absolutely terrifying. Um, I've had some clients that have rung up and sort of said, "Look, we don't know how this is going to affect us, so we don't know how it's going to affect you." So can we just plan to, to to rein everything in, and and you sort of agree to it, but you're thinking, please don't rein it in now because I I, I can't take that sort of a hit. Yeah. Um. And how do you yeah, deal with that? Bit... How do you, how do you deal with that emotionally? Because <sighs> there's two ways you can look at it, isn't there? Really? Let's be honest. There's two ways you can look at it. It, it, it sink or swim in it because <laughs> let's be honest it's either you deal with it or you don't i mean just to put some context in it i run an estate agency business and uh we sell houses so lockdown is not doing me any favors at the minute right so i totally empathize and a lot of people could empathize i think the only people that probably are looking at business from a different perspective is perhaps uh either distribution uh uh food um uh, and and I don't want to I don't want to say I don't want to say the NHS, but let's be honest, the NHS workers they're not they're not they're not fearing for their jobs at the minute. They're fearing for their lives. So it's a totally different concept that they've got. But 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 you know what? When you the way I'm looking at it is there's two two ways you can deal with it: sink or swim. And one thing that I I look at is rolling this together. So if if it's apocalypse nineteen, right? <laughs> and we, we're all, that's it, we're all doomed, you all right? We're all going to be out in the streets together. So I'm thinking, rather than getting ourselves depressed about it, we've got to do something different, yeah? Do you agree or...? Um, I, I, I do. I do agree to some extent, but I also know that the business world will be left open to those who survive this. <clears throat> yeah. I okay. think it won't, be, it won't be everyone out in the street because that's a nice thought but what will actually happen is some will survive and some will die and the ones that survive will thrive after this because there'll be no one left to compete against i think what i meant by that was the the mindset emotional mindset and that emotional mindset being if you if you just assume that 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 if if, if everything goes pete tong we're all in this boat together. Then my, that's how I've dealt with it, and I've dealt with it by saying, "Well, look, let's, let's be honest. I, I, I reckon we've got the best estate agency business um, foundations in, in the area, right? So if things go peak tong, I'm not going to be alone in it. So that's what I'm saying is I'm dealing with that men mentally. I'm saying, right, that's fine. I can move on from that now. So how do we do something different? But I totally agree with you. It's either uh, you know you're either going to survive, you're either going to thrive. Or, or, or nothing, and that's and yeah. I to I think that you're right. I totally think you're right. So so you you've you've had some clients contact you and they've said, look, Lawrence, we've got to pull the plug on our spending. And ultimately, look, look, I I don't do what you do, but the first place the first places that got hit by me were marketing. Yeah, it's, which it's, is it, it, it's a strange thing, is that because marketing is what you need right now. And maybe agree. maybe. You know, maybe not. It depends if you if you physically can't do anything. But I know I know a lot of my clients should be doubling down on on the marketing because they need yeah. people to their website rather than the shops. They need people online now, and and they've sort of said, "Oh, we're in dire straits, so we'll stop." But mm -hmm. everyone's at home with internet. That's the world that, that, that they can use. But 
you can't tell them that obviously because it sounds like you're trying to sell services but i i know that i'm seeing a lot more traffic i'm seeing a lot more um movement online because people people are, are online that's where they are now i mean i mean do you know what i find really interesting in fact it's not interesting i just find it funny right earlier i was online on facebook and uh, I was scrolling down and the amount of like Uncle John and Uncle Tony and Auntie Sue, you know, who were like sort of, you know, you're still young, but, you know, early 60s, late 50s who were plastering over Facebook, you know, oh, we've got to do this. We've got to do this. And I'm just I'm going to rewind three years to the point where they, <laughs> they used to say, oh, bloody Facebook. I'm not getting myself on Facebook. Oh, it's all for the kids. I'm not getting on it. Uh, social media is massive, isn't it? I mean, it, oh, you know. It, it, actually, the, the word social media is just used too much, I think, in people's vocabulary. But everybody's around. Everybody's on it. And and But the, the scary thing is most businesses don't even understand. I mean, it still boggles my mind that companies are paying for TV adverts. Absolutely boggles my mind that companies are paying for TV adverts. They could move that budget onto other – I mean, most people watch Netflix where there are no adverts. Yeah, Disney's just brought out their version. No Disney adverts. Plus, big time. Disney yeah, Plus, exactly. Mega. Disney Plus, no adverts. Sky, you record everything you want to watch because we're we're an on-demand society now. It's very rare that the generations and the demographics that need to be targeted are sat watching TV. Mm-hmm. And and it, and it's it's old boys mentality. They're still running adverts on TV. You know, they think that the the nine o'clock window is the perfect time to run adverts when in reality. Most people are watching TV that they want to watch at seven because they've got it on catch up or they've recorded it digitally and every all the adverts are stripped. I mean, right. I'm going to digress a little bit. Sorry, no, go on. No, go on, digress. Well, I was going to say, and the other thing that no one's seen coming yet, and I, this this will get your podcast top ratings, is that Google Homes and Alexas, they're going to change the way SEO works on a whole other level. And nobody seems to care right now. But, but, but you being you being number three on Google Page won't mean a thing in two years' time. Nothing, because people will voice search, and Google will give the first answer. It will give the number one. Oh, Google, see, my Google's just turned on. Shut up, Google. Yeah, it will give the first answer. Not, it won't give you options. It will just say, "Oh, I found a mechanics near you. It's these guys." Mm-hmm. And and but and I, and I tell my clients that I'm like, you know, you need to be investing in this now you need to so do, do, do do you look we could digress this could this could go on for a, a long time Massively. talking about 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 voice search but in a, in a nutshell do you it, it, it seems to me like it's a little bit of a a different world at the moment it's not for me i'm not sure i'm i'm looking at it thinking i'm not it's too complicated for me at the minute do are you are you already on are you starting to get your yeah, clients in on on voice you are Oh yeah. God, that that scares me because I'm not there yet. Well, um, let, let me let me put it into into context for you. So soon, people will hold their phone up and they will say, yeah. "I need an estate agent near me." That's all okay. they have to say. They don't even need to give their location. They'll say near me. Yeah. And then <clears throat> Google or whichever service they've got will say, "Here's one. Here's a map." Yeah. Job okay. done. And I'm and, with you. and it, so being being number like I say being on the first page of Google. It will be an old school system. So, that so L- Lawrence, let's assume. Let's assume. Let me just go back a step because I'll come back to voice in a second. Let's assume that you know you talk about people advertising on TV adverts. Let's be honest. Is the CEO 
of, um, I don't know, uh, a big national brand can be listening to this podcast? Probably not. So let me, let's just take it down. Oh, I'd, I'd like to think so, based on your reaction. Let's just take it down a notch. Let's say you've got no budget. You've got zero budget, yeah? Where would you be hitting your advertising at the minute, given the situation that we're in? Where would you be doing it? And what type of, what type of content would you be doing? I mean, that's... Come on, Lawrence, big question. Come on, hit me with it. And it's a broad question because everyone's different. Everyone assumes Facebook. Everyone's like, oh, Facebook, go Facebook. And, and I mean, that's massively powerful. But yeah. demographics are different now. You know, there's a, there's a... And this isn't my knowledge, by the way, that I'm about go to on. spout. This is, this is Gary V's knowledge. But TikTok, those sorts of platforms that are coming up, yeah. generations stick to social medias. If you look on Facebook now, the generations that are using Facebook aren't the younger ones. So if you run, if you are a nightclub, you don't want to be running adverts for 18-year-olds on Facebook, you know, to come drink at our mm. club or done mm. this, because there aren't any on there. Mm -hmm. You want to be running them on Instagram, but soon you'll be wanting to run them on Snapchat. Then yeah. you'll be wanting to run them on TikTok. So it's it's... It's a very hard question, is that okay? See, this is my this is my this is my opinion on it. Um, we 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 try and we try and sort of hammer social media in the nicest way possible without being boring. Um, and and, and look at me, look at us. So when I when I was a bit of a leading question, where would you be um, trying to advertise? And I totally agree, social media in a nutshell. Um, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and people think that LinkedIn is just um, a jobs board or a, a place for businesses to go. And I totally disagree with that. Totally, totally disagree with that. I am, um, you know, I have my friends uh, on LinkedIn. I have certain connections on LinkedIn. Not everybody owns a company who's on LinkedIn. People go on there. It is a social media platform. You can advertise on it. For me, it's just about different language. But more importantly, about the content right now, I, I'm. I, this is my opinion, right? Content. Rather than what you should be doing, it should be what you shouldn't be doing. And for me, you shouldn't be selling. You should be zero 100%. selling. You should be 100%. zero selling right now. Yeah. And and somebody said to me the other day, right? I'm not going to name names, but someone said to me, oh, I've got a brilliant idea. Why don't you um why don't you do an offer for people who work for the NHS and say if you um if you um if you uh, use us right now, we'll give you 25% off. And, and I was like, stop. Stop. We're selling. And that's for me. That's the wrong thing. It's, it's social yeah. pressure. I think it turns people off. So, are you agreeing with me? Because you're the expert here, not me. I'm just a pokey little estate agent. You, you, you can sell, but the, the... jab, 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 right hook. Yeah, well, so that's that's social media. Social social media isn't the platform to sell on. Social media is the platform to find the people to sell to, mm -hmm. okay. and then you move them off those platforms into. The, the, your sales funnel or you, you know but you shouldn't be selling on instagram you shouldn't be like your your instagram's great by the way you know because oh, it's thanks right no but it is because you a you 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 know it's not polished in 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 the in the what well no it's no it's good <laughs> I, can you, I can tell you rehearse no but it's not you know it's it's just you as you are and that's brilliant because that's what works especially on social media you know, everyone originally, when social media started, Instagram especially, if you look back at some of the most successful Instagram, they had perfect, well, they still do, but the professional photographers, you know, videographers, sound people, graphic designers, all helping them run these these Instagram accounts. But, but it flipped on its head, and now it's just about being genuine. It's about giving good mm -hmm. content, about explaining who you are, and the ones that want to find you will find you, and the ones that 
don't you don't want them anyway. Yeah, do you know what, Lawrence? I, I was having a chat with a colleague the other day, and I said, "Look, you've, I need a video um, to put on our Facebook page, and it's got to be of you, not me." In fact, it wasn't just one particular person; it was of the whole team. But I was speaking to one particular person, and you know what she said? "Oh no, but no one's going to care." And I reminded her of a story uh, or a situation, let's say, that happened literally last week, the last day before we left and closed the office to shut down for lockdown. She was on a solicitor's website and I happened to walk past and I was like, and, and there were everyone's faces, like profile faces. There was MD, partners, associates, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the hell are you doing there? She was like, oh, I'm just having a look on here to see um, the picture of so-and-so that I was just talking to on the phone. It's just really interesting when you see the person of it. And I'm like, that is why we need you on Facebook or on Instagram or wherever it might be, because I look at it as the man behind the mask people are, I think in my opinion, people are afraid to get the faces out there. And I totally get that. What's going to so-and-so going to say? I mean, I got so much stick from people, uh, from my friends saying, do a podcast, can be cringy. But you know what? People are interested. People are interested to see who's there. So I, I totally agree with, um, with, with what you were just saying there. But Lawrence, listen, I want to just move this on because I've got just two di- different areas I want to talk about. One is, because I think you've got, I think inside, inside that um, chiseled, uh, physique of yours there is a golden nugget out there for somebody who's in the same situation as you how have you planned and what are you planning to do over the next weeks or months to try and just I mean look, let's be honest let's just be brutally honest we're all just trying to stay in the game right now whatever game it is we're doing we're just trying to stay in the game what are you doing what have you done to try and make sure that you've got enough cash to see yourself through um, and that you're working with your suppliers, whoever it might be, to make sure that your your outgoings uh, are reduced. Tell us what you're doing. What have you done? Help us out. Okay. Come on, so, I mean, this this isn't new to me. I mean, and it, I'm I'm assuming it won't be new to you either. I've gone through ups, downs, highs, lows. I've had no money in the bank. I've had loads of money. Well, not loads, but enough money in the bank. Oh. Yeah. Don't <laughs> tell the missus. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, and the first time it happens is the first time it really shakes your world. And then you put put things in place. I always make sure I have enough cash in the business account to last a certain number of months. If there was complete, no work, no income. And and, and you've done that based on experience. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Okay. And just give us an example. How long, how long do you have reserves in, in the bank for before you start to get to a bum? Two months, I have three, three months, one month. Three months three right months. now. Good, good. Okay, good. I'm, I'm asking you these questions, not because, you know, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to, I'm, I, I don't, no, I'm, no, not no. Try, I'm not, I'm not writing down your cash reserves here. Um, <laughs> so that when my birthday comes around, I know I'm getting a big present. <laughs> you know, I think people need to know what, you know, you've experienced hard times and this is a hard time. And I'll be honest, if I'd had more time and better years, I'd, I'd have tried to have six, 12 months, you know, because. The, the, but you can have too much, and that this is true. So I have. Oh, here we go. I have seen it with clients. I've seen it with friends where they do really well, so they relax, and then it crumbles anyway. Okay. You need some fire. You need something to drive you, because unless you unless it's successful in its own right, if you if your estate agency could run without you and you could not go in Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then fine. But if it needs you, you need that fire to get you in. 
you know. Oh, the dream, the dream. Yeah, and, and no, but that is everyone's dream. I mean, that's my. I want to wake up. I want to check my emails, make a few phone calls, and then not look at my emails till tomorrow. That's right. That's, so, so come on, tell us what have you, what have you what have you done? What what were the calls that you were making? Who were you ringing? What were you doing? What were you trying to say? Were you were you cutting? Were you cutting your costs? Were you ringing your your, your current customers and saying, "Look, I'll do it for less. Just stay with me." What was your what was your plan? No, so I, I don't fiddle with costs. I work with bigger clients of mine. You know, um, like I say, I've done this before. I've I've helped others out. Sometimes I give clients longer credit, um, just okay. so they'll stay with you. You know, so it, it sort of works. My dad always laughs. My dad's an accountant because it, it it still costs them the same amount of money, but it just helps in, in that in that interim. Yeah. Um. Personally, my costs are relatively low anyway, and what I pay out has to go out. I can't really wind my neck in on anything. Okay. Um. But I do I do try and help the clients by, like I say, extending what they can pay okay. in and. By... And so, um, because the thing is, like for for me, for example, you know, our our, our running costs are are, are are extremely high in 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 terms of what we have to do because you've got to think about you know not not just wages and rent. But we have the costs of our um, right move, Zoopla, and these aren't yeah. cheap. these are not cheap. These are very yeah. expensive. And so, you know, we, we've we've made we've made we made calls to each and every single one of these stakeholders or suppliers, and and we got an answer from probably ninety percent of them, positive responses to to, and, to chop and change. This this. So when I used to be a buyer, when I was a buyer. It's it's a it's a unique position is being a buyer because selling is hard, buying is easy. You know, you just need to find the best deal, the best product, and you, you, your job's done. It's not, but the companies that I've worked for have fallen on hard times, and they've done exactly that. They've made phone calls. They've said, "Can we not pay your invoice this month? Can we pay half and then half next month?" And the thing is with business, if my client, if I was like, if I said to my client, "No, I'm, I'm actually it's you do a pay rise." And I'm going to increase it by 5%. I, I don't care about this virus. And no, your, your payment terms are staying the same. They'll probably go bust. So then I've got no client anyway. So it's yeah. you, you, you're a hive and you all have to sort of look after each other where you can. Um, and, and I think the good businesses understand that. You know, like you say, 90% of, of the people have been positive. Because if they can, they should. Because they want you to be there at the end of this. Because if you're not, they'll lose you entirely. Yeah. Okay, I get that, and I'm and I'm and I'm with you there. So let's say that you okay. Quick question: Are you still working on growth in your business? <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, I, I this so I not that I saw the virus coming, but I knew this year was going to be a, a strange year for me. Oh, um, Nostradamus! Here we go. Well, I knew it was going to be strange in in because I I, I, I turned on a. a a system for my, for myself and I knew it would have some not backlash but some kickback from people and it, it has it's got a lot of interest people are wanting to use it so I've actually as soon as I knew this virus was coming and the shutdown was coming I started to drive a lot of attention to that I've started networking I'm doing I'm, I'm video calling pretty much every day to groups and you know pitching and doing all this I'm being more active than I have been ever in my life right now because a i'm trying to launch something new b this virus is knocking everyone for six and there's an opportunity here you know it's the, the sad truth is like i said earlier some people are not going to be there and if you can be there to, to to take over then fair play yep totally agree right 
I've got two burning questions. Now, I, I've had conversations with you about this in the past because I just think that you've got, an, uh, uh, what I like about you is you've got a, you're not afraid to challenge an opinion, let's say, hmm. um, uh, and, and you're not the type of person to just to, to, to throw an opinion down someone's throat. But I, I, there's two questions that I want to ask you and I'm hoping that the answers that you'll give, someone will listen to it and somebody, and it'll help somebody, right? So I, we haven't prepared this. So I really need you to think on your feet right now, Lawrence. Okay. Oh, and I'm just, I'm hoping that you have got the right answer. Um, I want to, two subjects, apps and books. I want to give, I want you to give me or us um, your top three business apps right now. Um, my first one's Asana. Oh, I love it. Love it. Okay. Um, yeah, my whole life's on that thing. <clears throat> how, do, um, how do you quickly? How do you? How, because I, I get that, and I've 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 dabbled with Asana. I've spoken to loads of people about Asana. It's not yet integrated in my business, um, because right now I've got other things that are taking priority. Just very quickly, nice and easy. How did you understand Asana? Did you download it? Open it? Play with it? Do it? Let's go. Yep. Okay. Exactly that. And I'm still, and it's, do you know what it is? It's like Excel. So the first time you use Excel, you can fill in nice columns and da, 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 And then eventually you learn, oh, you can add them up. And then you learn, you can color them in and add them up. And then before you know it, you're pivoting, you're doing all these sorts of crazy stuff. Okay. You know, you, you're running macros. And it's like that in Asana. It's as simple as a task list and as more complicated as, you know, workflows and. Okay. Don't give anything else away because I don't want to describe what it is. I just want anybody to listen to go to Asana, download it. If you've got a business, you're running a business, you're running projects, get Asana. I agree with you. Give me another one. Just give me one more. Come on. Okay. Whilst you think, okay. What about this one? You give me a second. You, 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 whilst you're thinking, you once um, gave me a website whereby you can put videos together um and i did a video once for linkedin and it was amazing it was so professional and it was a website and i can't remember what it's called but it, it, it do you remember it, it gives you like i know on. i know exactly what it is you know you know what it is because i still this use it so you actually, you've just reminded me of my last two so i know my last two so i'll save the video one but okay. my my second one would be canva don't know it oh if you don't know it mate you should check out canva tonight you, you as well because you love it Really, for social media. For, for, it it turns you into a graphic designer oh, without being one. It's unbelievable. Canva. Spell it. Uh, spell it for me. Come on. It's exactly how it sounds. C I'm dyslexic. C A N V A. You see, I'd have written that with a D in there somewhere, and probably Canva. probably a C and a, an N S and a K. So Canva. Okay. So no description needed. This is Lawrence's advice. Canva. Get that Canva. Oh, yep. I'm and so then. You should try, honestly try, check that out tonight. If you liked the video, you'll love that more. But and the video is Lumen Five. Mm. Good, Lumen Five. So what we've got here is Asana, which is a, I would say, an, more of an operational uh, app. Yes. And yeah, then yeah. would you? And then the sorry, just repeat the last one that you just said because I've used it. So Lumen Five. That's it, Lumen Five. So Lumen Five is more of a, it's more of a content creator, isn't yes. it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Canva is that something similar? It's very similar. So, Brilliant. so Lumen's videos, I guess, and Canva is, I mean, you do videos on Canva, but it's it's content creation of, of 
immense magnitude. I just, I, I, I in fact can't believe that wasn't my first one because that yeah. will, it'll blow your mind when you see it. I'm, what I'm going to do is at the beginning of this podcast, I'm going to put a little snippet and I'm going to say, wait till the end. Because <laughs> I just think this is, if we just started with this, I think people could have just turned off. I'm going to put wait yeah. till the end. Those are your three apps. Love them. Absolutely love them. Apart from the second one, I don't know it, but I'm sure I love it because I trust your opinion. Books. Now, um, I just, I, I mean, I've just mentioned that I'm dyslexic. I am not formally diagnosed dyslexic, but my my colleagues say that my writing is like a spider has run through ink and then scribbled on a page, and I can't read very well. I get distracted, and my my spelling's atrocious. So I listen to books, but let's assume yep. it's either audio or it's a book. Give me your top three or two if you've got one or even one. What are your top ones at the moment you've listened to or read? So definitely, and I say this to everyone: rework. Is just the top book you could probably ever read for me. Reworks just subject is what what what's his subject? Is, is it fiction, non-fiction? Is no, no, no. So I don't really read fiction now. I don't have time to read fiction, and I don't have the um, mental capacity to create characters in my head. Everyone just looks like me and sounds like me, so that I, just, I get confused with who's who. So, so sexy models, then yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a yeah. world full of bees. <laughs> which is a, I feel some people, but um, yeah. it's all it's all non-fiction. But yeah, rework would be my first one. The lean startup is uh, second, and then the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Ooh, subtle. I'm writing this down. By the way, this is how much I'm really interested in. Right, subtle art of not caring. Is that what you said? Yeah, I was. I was going to ask if I was okay to to. Well, it doesn't matter now because you said it, so it's too fine. Yeah, PG it's rated. So, no, we're not PG rated, uh, and also you've said it at the end. So I'm, I'm going to say this right now: if if you've got all the way to the end and you've listened to Lauren swearing, thank you so much for listening. I love <laughs> you so much. Um, and and actually, this is the best for me. This is probably one of the best bits because I've 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 taken something away from it. So rework, lean startup. Yep. Uh, and the subtle art of not giving a f u c k. Okay, good. Um, do you know what? And I'm not going to ask you for a synopsis about those books because I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna listen to them. Um, I'm gonna take your advice. I trust you, and I think cool. some other sure. people should 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 do the same thing. Lawrence, I do you know what I'm gonna say? I really appreciate you jumping on. Uh, just for the listeners right now, I messaged Lawrence. Um, approximately, was it an hour ago? Two hours ago? Yeah, about an hour ago. Yeah. 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 And my, my, my wife, she's she works in HR. She's a HR manager, and uh, she she does a lot of things about people's personalities. And I, she calls me an activist, and I'm one of those people who are like involved in the moment. Let's go for it. And I decided today that I'm going to rock up the podcast. And uh, I said, I know one trusty person who's going to jump on straight away. Whilst we've got people in the wings wanting to come on and do the podcast, I needed someone trusty who I could kick it off with. And Lawrence, you have absolutely not let me down thank you so much my friend i appreciate it but listen before we go um if you haven't already got the handles ready lawrence this is your opportunity to get your your, your facebook your instagram your twitter your linkedin so you can tell us where to find you and you also do your own podcast yes so that's that's an interesting one um where can, where can, we, fi where, where can we find you yeah so the, the podcast's easy it's called goals and fads with two dads and in fact, it's not like this podcast at all, but we look at, you know, the fads and stuff to do with business, like apps, like trends, like getting up in the morning, things like that. So it's, it's a good, good listen, even if I do say so myself. Uh, do you know what? Uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm all about sharing is caring. I have listened to this podcast, obviously. 
it is very entertaining, but it's also very interesting. So anybody who is listening to me right now, check out the, what do you call it? Dads and Fads. Fads it's, and Dads. It's called Golden Fads with Two Dads. Okay, so we can listen to you there. And wh where else can we find you? And then just literally search actor, A-C-T-A-2-0-1, and you'll find me everywhere because that's how I roll. Oh, God, you're such a deep roller, man. That is exactly yeah. that is what that's what I know you for. A deep roller. <laughs> right. Well, listen, we're gonna call it a day. Lawrence Legend, thank you so much for your time. Pleasure. Really appreciate it. And I hope anybody who's listening out there has taken a little bit of something, even if it's just a sauna. Yeah. Man, can't live without that. Goodbye. God bless. Thanks for listening, everybody. That was an amazing podcast. Thank you, Lawrence, for your little gems that you gave us there. Lawrence is such a nice guy, and he does so, so well with what he does in his business. I really appreciate him taking his time out of his busy schedule in these unnervy times, and I'm sure you can appreciate there'll be a couple of things in there that we can all learn from. So thanks for listening. Listen out for the next podcast. We've got some top-class business owners and people coming up right away.